0: Hey, I'm Jen Sway. I'm a certified life coach and soul whisperer, helping you unearth your true self and learn to embrace the human experience to have more ease, peace, and freedom in your life. Listen on to find out how. Hello, hello friends. Welcome to a new series that I am calling Walk and Talks, where I'm going for a walk and going to be talking to you about what has been going on, what's been on my mind, and hopefully sharing some interesting perspectives for you to chew on as you go through your life and your personal evolution journey. Which, by the way, is the new language that I'm using in replacement of personal development. Because if you know me and know about my work, then you know, I, you know how much I don't like the phrase personal development. It feels like you know, oh, you're not good enough, Therefore, you need to develop yourself, or, you know, you're great, but there's always another evolution that you should be going after, um, and that's not what I believe. So, I like the word personal evolution journey, or your expansion journey. So, it's been on my mind this morning when the ability to separate yourself from what you're doing and your results that you're creating in your life enough to know the difference between being deserving of something versus um, being entitled to something. And this came up when I was talking with Sam because we have both been feeling like, you know, we're in the, in the middle of the grind, just kind of waiting for things to drop in, doing as much as we can in between. But also understanding that you are not responsible, and you cannot be in control of when people come to you, when you make money, when you uh, you know go viral or something, when a stock goes up or down, you know all those things. And that being said, I know that my past self would have had a really difficult time with that concept. So it's really easy in these times for. People to feel like, and from my past self, I think to feel like, okay, it's just not gonna happen. Like, you know, you're meant for something. Then you would have already done it, right? Or it would have already happened by now. I think I remember clients that I used to work with with weight loss or um, food anxiety and stuff like that. Like, oh, if you just really, if you really wanted to lose weight or work out, right, you would just go, right? You wouldn't be struggling at all to like find the motivation or whatever you would just if you really wanted it bad enough you would just go so it's kind of like that where um you can use that to beat yourself up like oh you know if you were really deserving of being fully booked as a coach or if you're really deserving of being super financially abundant whatever it looks like to you or if you are really meant to have be in a relationship like a really loving supportive relationship that's not toxic that's you know not taking away from you but adding to your life you know if you're really meant for all these things and like it would just be coming in for you it would just be happening and it's a really shitty fallacy that's easy to fall into because it's this one side of the spectrum where you feel like you need to continuously work for everything and that's what leads to like hustle culture, you know, burning yourself out, um, never really being able to push past that glass ceiling that you want because you literally don't have the time or the energy in order to receive it. And then on the other side of things, I find is um almost like leaning too much into the divine feminine versus divine masculine, right? Where if you just raise your vibration enough then it should just fall in, right? Then these manifestations should just drop in. And both of these suck. (laughs) They're just, they're not helpful in creating action. But there needs to be this understanding that you can be deserving of something and that doesn't mean it's going to come easily, right? You can be deserving something and that means that you still need to work hard to receive it. That's actually a lot of what makes it valuable it makes you extraordinary because it's something that a lot of people don't have the willpower or don't have the even desire or mental ability to perceive for themselves but what you're saying is essentially like if you believe you are deserving of it and you know that you're not entitled to just receive it then you're willing to put in the work even when you're not seeing the results you're willing to still hold that self-concept for yourself hold that vision for what it is that you really want in line with you and do the hard thing anyways. I think that's a really important skill to have, especially when you're an entrepreneur or, you know, even if your goal is just to change your body or be in a different relationship, whatever it is, being a different job, anytime that you're working on changing your reality, it's going to require that effort. There's, Difficulty in being able to find that one balance for yourself of how much efforting to how much surrendering and receiving. I think a lot of it just comes down to understanding what is the role that you play? What do you have that is actually in your control versus what is in the universe's control and being able to physically list out these things can be really helpful. Like I remember when I first started my business, I created a list, and anytime I like set a big goal for myself, even now, I'll make a list. As like a little T chart on a piece of paper, and on the left side, I'll write what is my job, what is in my control, and on the other side, I'll write the universe's job, and what I want the universe to do. And what you'll find is that there's way more things that you can do that you have misplaced. I think thought maybe that is just for the universe. And then there are also might be things that you think you do have control over, but it's actually not. It's actually in the control. So in my example, as an entrepreneur, one of the things that i thought got used to be like about like control, right, as like a product rule, um, to see if you're on the right track is like, okay, I have like 10 consultations in a month. And that's actually not it fully in your control. What's in your control is making offers, showing up, On social media, in your newsletter, on YouTube, collaborating with people, asking for referrals, you know, all these different things that you actually can take ownership over and refining maybe your, the way that you pitch yourself, the way that you provide value and showcase the value that you provide, um, different ways that you can word things, right? All of the marketing things are in your control whether or not someone says yes or not is not in your control. And knowing that because of that, there's just like a continuous effort for you to be able to manage your own thoughts, to continuously experiment with what it is that you're creating. And then on the other side, being able to not beat yourself up if someone says no to you or you don't get the result that you want. You know, again, this can be applied for your relationships. um, Not holding on to people who are obviously not interested in you, or who have said no. Right? Even in business, it's like the same thing. Where if someone says yes, but then like ghosts you for the next few months, you never hear from them again, then it can feel really hurtful. It's like, well, what happened? I thought they they liked me. They believed in me. They believed in what I had. I to remember is how that years about the other people. It's about, it's like not fully within your control. And you can evaluate to the point of what it's useful to you and receiving what you need out that, like if it is you, you really could believe, okay, I just wasn't, you know, I didn't sell well enough. I didn't hold their vision like well enough. You don't have to use it as a thing that you, you can beat yourself up with or think that you're no longer deserving of something because you messed up and you made a mistake. It's like, no, you just learned something and then you let it go. You move on because part of the universe's job is to continuously send you people, is to draw people into your orbit, whether that is, you know, a new follower on your social media account, whether that's people who have seen your work or who have met you months ago, years ago, even, and they're still lurking around but you don't know that, right? If it's people that you haven't even met yet, right? Um, One of my business coaches would always say how 99% of the people who are going to be your clients don't even know your name yet. And I I love that perspective because it shows you to not stay so attached to what you see in your current reality and also what you've seen in your past, but stay in that what's possible Stage. And when you stay in that and you stay close to the reason why you're doing everything that you're doing, you become a lot more clear on what's coming for you next. You don't feel so bad for yourself, throw yourself a pity party whenever you're not seeing the results that you want to see right away, or even within a few months, right? We look at the span of time things, like I'm looking at this for myself, and sometimes I laugh because. I lose the perspective that, okay, so I've had like two months where I made like, either no money or close to no money in my business. But also, you know, in the grand scheme of things, well, of last year, I made over $52,000. And then in the grand scheme of my entire business, which I've, you know, had for what, four years now? And I started in college. For half the time there, like in the grand scheme of that, I've made like what, like a hundred twenty, hundred thirty, hundred forty, 140, some thousand. And that to me is like, look well, at that big picture there and look at the growth every year and look at you know what's really possible. That all being said, notice when you are really seriously telling yourself that you're just not deserving of something and check in with is this where. You are needing to work on your belief um, on yourself and elevate your self-concept to know this is something that you can do for yourself, that this is possible for you. Or is this a time where using deservingness and your self-worth to scapegoat the underlying issue, which is that you actually are honestly acting entitled, right? And you just thought that it should be easier than this, that you, this should have happened by now. And I think anytime I've lost my patience with myself or in my business, it's oftentimes because of that entitlement where, okay, if I'm really honest with myself, what have I been doing? What have I done differently? What am I, you know, going to try next? What are the things that I keep saying that I want to try this or try that, but I'm not executing on? Where am I not believing enough? And that honest evaluation is really helpful in First of all, <laughs> killing your ego a bit so that you can be more aware and be primed for change. You can't change when you're so attached to your ego. When you're attached to being right. When you're attached to your story of like, oh, I've done enough. I've You know, tried hard enough. I've tried all these different things. It's just not working. Like you can't grow when you're in that stage. So do what you need to do to kill that ego, even if it's just a little bit, so that you can expand your perspective and keep going because you got to show up you got to keep climbing. It's not going to be easy. No one said It's going to be easy. It's like the whole low-hanging fruit versus high-hanging fruit. You can keep growing everything that low-hanging fruit and tell yourself, you know, oh, this is what you deserve and you deserve to expand. And, like, a lot of times when you start your personal expansion journey, you see that. You see this low-hanging fruit, and you're like, oh, wow, it's so easy. Like, all I had to do was change my thought on that thing. All I had to do was believe a little bit harder. All I had to do was take this one or two actions. And then you see results and that's great. But then what happens is that there's no more like low hanging fruit you picked at all. So then you gotta go for the next round, right? And they like, oh, go, well, that's not gonna be too hard because you have this experience in getting the low hanging fruit. So then, but maybe it takes you a little bit longer. Maybe it requires you to invest in yourself, get a coach. Maybe it requires you to, you know, say no to hanging out with some friends and working on your business or um, whatever instead maybe it requires you to go to that next level of saying no to potential partners or dates or whatever because you know you know what well, you know what you want and that that's not it and then eventually you pick this like mid hanging group and you question okay well I see that there's another level available to me with the high hanging crew and are you gonna go for it do you deserve it? right? Is it for you? And if you decide it is for you, don't be shocked when, you know, you start climbing up for it and trying to receive it, but then you fall down a little bit, right? You, you scratch yourself, you bruise yourself, you keep trying and trying, but you keep falling. Or, you know, you just want to give up because you're like, well, you know, maybe there's some more mid-hanging fruit. Maybe I'll just go to a different tree and get the low-hanging fruit, right? Which would be equivalent to maybe, Stopping your business, starting a different business, or completely scrapping your strategy and starting a new strategy, giving up on one specific, you know, workout routine and trying a different one. Um, it could be, you know, you not believing in the way that you're currently dating and then going to a different strategy, whatever that is. But I think a big difference between the people who find success doing the things that they Really want to do? Who are soul led? Who believe that that's for them? Versus the people who get stuck and like just get sucked back into the matrix, being you know being okay, being fine. And there's nothing wrong with living a fine life. Obviously, it's fine. But if you know that that's not where you want to stop, you want the high hanging fruit. You gotta keep going. You gotta keep believing that it's not that you're not deserving of this like high hanging fruit. It's not because you don't know how to climb up there. It's not because you don't have enough support, or you didn't start off in the right direction, right? It's just, you gotta keep going. That's where things you start to really see some change is that um, extra reserve that most people aren't willing to tap into, to continuously problem solve, to tell themselves like, yes, it's not that I'm not deserving. They are fully deserving They are fully capable. And it's just, I'm gonna try this thing. I haven't tried this other one, or I haven't tried this way. I haven't talked to this person. I haven't invested myself in this way. And I'm going to go do that now because I want that and I deserve it. And I'm going to do what it takes to get there, right? That is the difference. So friends, that wraps up today's walk and talk. If you hear the light of day of this episode, then that's awesome. Hey, so if you liked today's episode and you want to hear more walk and talks, make sure you let me know over on my Instagram at Coaching. That way I know that you guys are into these things and I'll make more of them. You can also let me know down below if you're listening on Spotify, where it says, what do you think about this episode? And let me know there. That'll help me out a lot as well in terms of visibility, just trying to get this podcast into as many people's minds as possible. So thanks so much for listening and I will see you next time.